Welcome back to Balance Boldly, the podcast where we get bold about our balance and campaign to shake the shame that stunts our growth. I'm your host, Nikita Thigpen, Balance and Relationship Advisor for Bold Women in Business and a Few Brave Men. The Balance Boldly podcast is sponsored by All About Leverage integrates LinkedIn and social selling innovation to build power networks, open more doors, and maximize client acquisition. From on-site to virtual training programs, concierge social marketing programs, LinkedIn executive profile optimization, speaking engagements, power networking groups, and LinkedIn coaching. All About Leverage is a full-service LinkedIn and social selling resource. Learn more at allaboutleveragellc.com. Today, as we continue in our theme of commitment challenges, which is what this entire season has been about, I want to go in and talk about the number one way to know when it's time for a change. We all know that changes are the only constant in our lives and anyone's life, actually. We know that changes are par for the course for any transition that you're about to go through. There's this ebb and flow of change that's anticipated and sometimes you're completely afraid of it, but we don't always know how to recognize a change when it's up on us until it's too late and we are deep in the throes of this extremely uncomfortable feeling. And perhaps we notice it too late because it's affected our business. We've lost money. We've lost clients. We've taken on clients that we shouldn't have. We've uh, accepted promotions that we shouldn't have, ones that we wish we would have waited or we would have taken other opportunities, uh, you know, from the competitors next door, whatever it is. Sometimes we notice it too late. So I want to just talk just for a few minutes before I introduce my next guest, which I'm really excited to introduce to you as I am always and talk about how to recognize it what's the number one way well this is going to sound a little woo-woo and many of you who have been following me for years know that I am not afraid of the woo-woo because I'm very very spiritual but the number one way is you're going to fill it you are literally going to fill it in every aspect of your being your body your mind your emotions your soul and your spirit it is going to disrupt everything in your life. That uneasiness, discomfort, uncomfortable feeling that you have when change is literally knocking on your door and it is time to open up. You know, we talked about that in the last episode, inviting change to take a seat at the table. When it is approaching the door, you get uneasy. When it knocks on your door, it disrupts your entire everything. Your sleep is disrupted. You start to sleep more or you sleep less, you go to sleep fine, and then you can't say sleep. There's so many ways, depending on you know what your normal cardiac cardio rhythms are. I'm blanking on that word for whatever reason, but you know what I mean. It's going to mess up what is what is normal for you um, on many, many different levels. Your sleep, the way you eat. For some of us, you're going to start eating a lot more. You're going to start craving things that are comfort foods and soothing to you. For some of you, you just eat a lot less. You lost your appetite. You're not hungry. You might even think that you're starting to become depressed or you're picking up signs and symptoms of anxiety. And that's not necessarily, although you could be having some situational depression because of all the changes. That's a whole nother conversation. That's not necessarily what's happening. You are definitely experiencing that uneasiness because there is a knock 
on your door or at least an encroaching knock, one that's about to start. And it's also, it's affecting your mood. You know, that uneasiness that you're feeling in your body, your soul, your spirit, your emotions, everything about you, you're starting to be a little snappy. You are not as patient as maybe you once were with your children, with your spouse, with your friends, your sister friends, your male friends, whatever. You notice a difference in your mood. Your patience is super short. And most of it isn't so much because people are bothering you or all of a sudden you're aware that they're taking advantage of you or any of that, although many of those things could be the case. But a lot of the times your mood is changing because you're questioning everything and because you don't want to be kind of called out for it and have people know it you're being really 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 short in every area of your life so if your child asks you for an explanation you know mommy why is the the sky blue why do the stars sparkle the way they do you are super short with everything because you're starting to wonder to yourself even though four months ago you would have had an answer to that question or at least something that was acceptable now you're like child I don't know why are you talking to me your, your whole energy space just changed. And you're definitely like that with clients and professional peers. And even for prospective clients, you're starting to pull back on how much networking you do. You may still go in those rooms. You still may sign up and pay your registration fees and uh, attend your association trade networks and, and monthly events. But you, if you pay attention to yourself, you're starting to linger with one or two people or stay a little bit further over towards the juice and the cookies or whatever it is. Maybe that comfort food, maybe just finding a nice corner or someone who you know isn't about that network life, but they show up trying to convince themselves. And normally you stay away from that person or those people because you're really there about business and building relationships, but you're finding yourself not engaging, looking at everything from a side eye, really uh, starting to be pessimistic about about your expectation when you show up and you used to have a rule that, you know, you're there to, to catch one person, to meet one person that you can either be a blessing to or be a blessing to you, you know, in your business. And now you're like, oh, I don't even know why I come to these things. No one's here. You know, you're going in with this whole entirely different attitude. You're looking at everything through these colored glasses and it's not in the rose color good way to protect yourself you're really doing it because you're uncomfortable in your skin you hate giving elevator pitches now you no longer want to do it and it's mainly because you're feeling unclear around whether or not you still want to say that you do that thing you're not sure you want to admit that you still do because maybe you're questioning it and maybe the change has nothing to do about your to do with your business but it's affecting you in the business arena it could be your personal life that is in need of a change and that's why the knock is on the door and of course we know everything that's happening inside that person that's inside that professional shell is going to spill over if it hasn't already no matter how good you are and it will affect your business so the number one way to know when it's time for a change is pay attention to you Pay attention to your body, your mind, your spirit, your mood, your appetite, your sleep patterns. Pay attention to your responsiveness. How fast are you with answering someone? Are you answering too quick and you didn't really give thought to what they just asked you? Or are you taking way too much time to get back to people who ask you a simple question or whether or not you can speak somewhere or write for them or participate in something or if they can meet you for lunch, you're noticing that your responsiveness, whatever your normal is, 
is it's going in the opposite direction too quick or too slow um, or not at all. You know, many of you, when you're in the middle of that uneasy feeling, you're not really sure what to attribute it to. You start to just really pull back on being your normal self because you're trying to figure out what's your new normal. Part of the figureoutables, another Nikitaism, I just made that up, is to really give yourself permission. And I say that often, but give yourself permission to sit back, stop first and sit back and say, okay, there is something going on here. Let me pay attention to this uneasiness. Let me let me look at the fact that there's some turmoil somewhere in my life and it may not be on the surface. And I really need to to pull the curtain back a little bit and look at what it is and what's happening. And our next guest is definitely going to talk to us about how to know when a change is happening um, from the perspective of just dealing with the trans the transition that's going to empower that transformation and also how to deal with it when it's occurring with your clients or you need to have that that change come up with your clients or your professional peers. So we're going to look at that in just a moment. This segment of Breaking Expectations is brought to you by Millennial Leadership, a global advising network powered by youadvise.me. Millennial Leadership is engaging today's leaders for career success one city at a time. Go to millennialleadership.youadvise.me for more information. Today, we're going to speak with a very special young lady, and I will give you all the deets on her in a few minutes, but we're going to jump in and have a conversation on something she knows all too well and many of you can relate to, knowing when it's time for a change. Changes affect our ability to commit to any and everything in our life, how we transition through them, how we transform because of them. It all all lines up with everything that is applicable to our growth, our prosperity, and for many of us in business, our profitability. I cannot tell you how wonderful it's going to be to speak with the, let me put this in quotations, the pet lady, Dana Humphrey. Dana is an amazing woman. I've had the opportunity to meet her on at least one face-to-face occasion and a couple of private conversations here and there. She is a woman that is a lead publicist and owner of White Gate PR. She's also a professor in her spare time when she's not traveling from trains, planes, and everything in between, taking care of all of her clients. She professes herself as a teacher at the Fashion Institute of Technology in the Pet Product Marketing Department. Dana runs the Retails and Sales, that was a play on words, Pet Expo with Nancy Hassel, a trade show featuring made-in-the-USA pet products. Dana also has recently trademarked the term, quote unquote, the pet lady, and travels around the country giving pet safety tips and great gift suggestions to pet parents. I absolutely love that term. When she's not posing with a pet, you can find her cruising the streets of New York City on her bicycle or vacationing with friends. Dana Humphrey, welcome to Balance Boldly. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm fantastic. (laughs) Yes, you are. And you sound like you are riding on some very positive energy, which is amazing. Tell us what's been going on with you the last few weeks, especially as the pet lady. (laughs) Well, um, let's see. The past few weeks, I have been traveling quite a bit. I was just got back from Egypt and Dubai. It was a 
fun trip visiting um, good friends that live over there. So that was fantastic. And now I'm back. And this morning I hit the gym and I'm drinking some tea right now. So I'm feeling good. And as the pet lady, I'm getting ready to go to D.C. tomorrow, actually, and do a little TV segment on ABC News. And I'm going to have seven dogs in studio with me, all dressed up as different Halloween costumes. <laughs> I'm going to have a monkey, a shark, uh, a pumpkin, and do a Halloween pet fashion show on TV. Oh, my That's gosh. Your schedule is um, really ridiculous, and I love it because I know you are juggling it on all ends of the spectrum. But I know you also make time for some permission to pause, camping trips, and everything in between. What was the last thing you did for yourself? I think that vacation and relaxation and self-care is hugely important, and I recommend it to other entrepreneurs and business owners as well. Um, I haven't been camping per se since well I went camping for 4th of July weekend but um this last trip that I went on was was 17 days long and Mm. I did kind of uh take a pause from a lot of the doggy paws that I'm normally around (laughs) which is essential so when you're taking your paws as you like to say from you know all the the pet privileges that you get to have when you're working with pet parents and all the nuances that come with that Do you find yourself doing it mainly just because it's a scheduled time to refuel or is it because you're sensing that it's time for a change in one element of your life, your relationships or your business? Well, I think change comes comes from, you know, reflection. So, you know, when we're able to take time um, and set aside and I think that's important to do all the time. You know, I think it's important to take time for yourself every single month, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's, you know, going for a half an hour walk every day or, you know, just doing something that you can do every single week, every single day. Um, Sure, you know, vacations are fantastic as well, but if that's not as feasible, you know, just doing something to kind of calm down, calm the mind, get out of the busy, you know, hustle, bustle and grind. Um, So you can kind of reflect on what's going on in your life and then you're able to make change as needed as what, what you want. Absolutely. Well, I know, Dana, you're a publicist, and in addition to the many other amazing hats that you wear, often responding to some of the changes that some of your clients are having because of, you know, whatever, whatever was stated in the market that maybe they didn't necessarily want out there or because they're ready to increase visibility um, for their sales, for their for their clientele, for the consumer products that they're offering, whatever it is, they're often looking for some additional changes, too. So how do you help them with that? I think what's important is, um, you know, I'm I'm a connector, so I'm constantly um, either reconnecting with people that I already know or, or connecting with new people. And by able by doing that, I'm able to um, kind of be there for my clients in always kind of being like on top of the game mm-hmm. as far as like meeting new people and who to introduce them to. Um, so that kind of keeps it fresh and also getting new ideas from, you know, different companies that I meet with and see what they're doing right and see, you know, how they maybe realized a mistake and grew from it and how we can apply that um, depending on what the different situations are with my clients. Do you feel like, Dana, you've run into some instances where, you know, whether it's clients or friends, who whoever fits the bill for this, they 
to your point, you know, there's some mistake that might have just happened or maybe happened in the past. And because they know it's time for a change. And I'm, when I say change, I'm not necessarily talking about a career change or a complete pivot from what they were doing, you know, in their their consumer market base um, for their product or service that they offer. But when they just recognize that because of some mistake that happened, the lesson learned was that they need to do something different, but they're afraid to do it because of maybe, I don't know, an expectation that they have of themselves or the way they'll be perceived by other people in their community or even their client base if they happen you know, to be doing a, a business-related change. Do you have the you know, privilege, I was going to say burden, so I pulled that word back. (laughs) Do you have the privilege of helping them kind of transition through that mindset more than anything? I know you have the tools to give them the methods for how to do it, but that mindset part, do you find yourself doing a lot more work than you, you know, thought you would do as a publicist in that area? Sure. I mean, yeah, it always comes back down to confidence, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, you know, I try to be as confident as as I possibly can. Um, And most problems that people face across the board, you know, especially with my clients and especially with, you know, friends that I have is, um, is their, you know, internal speak Mm -hmm. and how they um, are worried about what other people think of them. You know, that's that's just the. I, I think that's the number one problem that that we as humans have is constantly thinking like, oh, what will people think of me? Instead of thinking, what am I going to do that's going to make an impact that I want to do right now? And just being able to kind of be a sounding board and be a, uh, help my clients feel confident and feel good about you know what they're doing is hugely important. And I have. I have a couple of clients I've worked with for for a few years now, and they recently told me the reason they hired me was because of my confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's definitely something that can can help them. I do have a quick story though about you know kind of note being able to notice change and kind of change with it. Um, yeah. We had a focus group recently for one of my clients, and we realized in the focus group that the target audience we were looking at was. Um, skewed a little bit lower. We originally thought that it was going to be an older demographic of women um, age 45 to 65. Mm-hmm. And through our focus group, we realized that it was millennials. And so we're kind of shifting our game plan to target more of a millennial type audience. So that's been you know something that we did to see the change and now go after it. I absolutely love that. Dana, stay right there. We'll be right back with a word from our sponsors. All right, welcome back to Balance Boldly. Dana Humphrey, the pet lady, is on the line giving us some great insight into the very next segment, which is breaking expectations. Dana, right before we went to commercial, you mentioned something very important. You gave um, a story of basically how going with the flow of change can definitely make a difference, especially in business. And you're either going to learn that lesson from riding with the flow of change or you're going to be hurt by fighting against it. And in the instance you gave with kind of looking at the truth of the data that the focus group was giving you, you realized that you had an untapped market with millennials, right? Exactly. That's really important. I was curious, um, as you were talking and I was listening, I was like, oh, this is the perfect segue into breaking expectations, right? Because you you mentioned it right away as soon as you started sharing your story. 
that is something that comes up for so many people, um, whether they're in business or not, but specifically when you're in business, because you have these goals, these tasks, these objectives, you know, hopefully all connected to the blueprint of whatever your vision is. But then something in life will happen. Like to your point of the story of a client you were speaking about a few minutes ago, maybe your part of the holistic vision was to get the particular product out in front of you know, their ideal client was, which was, I'm assuming this market they had studied and researched, but in going through the process that they needed to, which part of that was with your help as a publicist, setting up a focus group to really narrow down and niche down all the things that they needed to say and, and making sure that their message was relatable, they realized that there was something completely different out there that if they had just said, well, nope, I don't care what the focus group says, Dana, you know, we're still going, you know, with this, you know, said group or population that we originally said, right. they could have lost money, time and dollars, right? Yep, you have to, yeah, you have to go with the flow and get in your own flow. Absolutely. So what about for you, you know, as the pet lady, you have a lot of other things, you know, you have your main business, obviously, and then you have your volunteer commitments, you have your personal life, you have your friendships, you have yourself, you know, not to ever put you yourself at the bottom of that list. But you're also a part of, you know, what makes up the strongest element of why people love you, right? It's because of you. Um, they love your confidence from a business end, but they also love certain elements of your personality, including your ability to transition through change and not get stuck. Because you, I'm sure you know, being in the circles you are, you run into other PR folk and publicists who do not change. They say that they are doing this thing, you know, that way because it's the old way and that's how they've always done it. And they're not doing it any differently. Um, and you know you have to, you know, kind of ride with the flow and go with the times, but also keep your core integrity as a business owner and just some things that you won't change no matter how popular it becomes to, you know, to do something schemish or a little bit different. You know, we all hear about pay to play and, you know, just all the different elements that come with that. So I'm curious on your take of how you've been able to just stay in your lane, for lack of a better phrase, um, without being tethered to a past expectation. I think that's the joy of being an entrepreneur is you can, you can, you can change your mind. You can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's been my career path in, you know, I started the PR company. I started Whitegate PR 10 years ago. And over the years, I've been able to add things into the mix. Right. You know, as certain things kind of start to run themselves or start to kind of, um, you know, work work well and not require um, a ton of energy anymore. They kind of get their wheels worked out, their kinks worked out. Then you can add things to the mix. So that's why about five years ago, um, I added the Retail and Sales Pet Expo mm -hmm. as a trade show that I do with a, a business partner of mine. You know, we've been able to learn to trust each other and work together and start that business. And that's been a great add-on. Um, it's a, you know, trade show for pet companies to come on board. Sometimes it's a good fit for our clients. Sometimes it's not. So it can be a good way to work with clients um, or with companies that maybe don't fit in to be a client so they can participate with us in this way. Um, and also being able to teach at FIT. Mm -hmm. I'm actually teaching there tonight. I'm excited. <laughs> My new students lined up. And so everything that I'm um, I'm teaching you know, new entrepreneurs who want to get into the pet industry at FIT. I also teach entrepreneurs at 
um, NYC Business Solutions about social media. And so I'm acting as a, an expert and as a and, and helping entrepreneurs. And then at the same time, they know they can come to me when they're ready to launch their new product or whatever the case may be. So I'm always kind of looking for the next new fun thing that I can get involved in as long as it, you know, kind of fits the mission. No, I mean, you raised a good point, right? You always have that core mission that's at the helm, kind of your, you know, your guiding light that's always overseeing everything you do. And even if it feels like something that you're interested in might be a little bit of an outlier, it's still within the framework, not a box. So it's not in a box, but within the framework of where you're trying to go, which I think is a really good point that for all the listeners that are out on the other side of this cast, I want you to really take that into consideration what Dana Humphrey just mentioned. Be in alignment with your mission. Don't lose sight of your mission. Even if you are using your other great skills and gifts, you know, Dana's teaching and, you know, she's using her social media skills. She's obviously focused with her her core skills and elements and talents as a connector who's able to use that and leverage that because that's her core. But she's leveraging it through this funnel called publicist, you know, as a as a PR professional. That's amazing, Dana. Like, really. (laughs) Thank you. Truly. And I'm curious on the other end, because, you know, that's you and kind of, you know, a concise nutshell. But then you're working with layers of other people, right? People who are not just yourself, not thinking about your students, but talking about your actual clients that are just coming in and they're nervous, especially for the ones like I'm thinking about your ABC um, spotlight tomorrow. You know, obviously those dogs that will, those animals, because there's more than just dogs that will be showcased with you in their awesome costumes on ABC tomorrow belong to someone, right? They have parents. Yes, and they do. Right. And at one point, those parents were nervous about whether or not their animal belonged in show business or could make it. How how are you dealing with some of that? You know, I don't know if my animal's good enough. I don't know if I have time. You know, we're not a celebrity. So can our dogs be a celebrity? You know, that kind of thing. How does that show up for you? (laughs) You know, that is that is a funny thing that happens as well. You know, there are, um, you know, stage parents and they get nervous for their pets and um, it, it, it's funny kind of how people change when there's a camera in front of them. Mm. You know, it's this whole idea of like quantum physics of like when something's being taped or being photographed, somehow it, it changes what's happening. And it, it's very true. Um, luckily, you know, I've been able to build up a nice network of, of people and and their pets and so I can reach out to different people as needed but they do have a lot of questions and they do have a lot of fears and you know sometimes I have to go back and forth with a dog owner you know maybe (laughs) eight emails just to say you know yes just show up at this time and place and you know the dog isn't going to be expected to perform or be perfect or sometimes they ask oh what happens if he barks like yeah he's a dog it's you know it's (laughs) he might bark it's okay (laughs) No, that's such a, a good valid point because, you know, we're we're picking on your client's client kind of, you know, because your, your client is the pet parent, but then their pet is, you know, technically their focus, their their main product or service. I hate to call an animal a product, but you know what I mean um, with that. But then there's the nervousness of them that they're projecting on the animal. Uh, Lubatina <laughs> came to me, Lubatina and her dad, mm-hmm. um, Caesar, and Lubatina's kind of become famous recently as the hugging dog and so 
they kind of came to me and like see to see how they can maximize that or see how they can um, do something with that. I mean, um, so there's also that angle where people want to kind of live vicariously through their pets and <laughs> have the fame be there. <laughs> I'm laughing and I'm like, I shouldn't be because I get it, right? You know, pets are family to for everyone. You know, we're big yeah. dog, dog lovers as well. So I totally get it. But you think about how people do that with their children too. Like they live vicariously through their children. Um, and then they, if they get called on it, they say, oh, no, it wasn't me. It was because Susie was nervous or it was because Johnny was, you know, really frustrated. But it was really them that were dealing with all the emotions that could potentially be a barrier to them moving forward because I'm assuming you've had some clients that you've had to let go um, because they were difficult to work with or you you didn't take them on because it just wasn't a right fit and maybe yeah so was some of that ever personality driven like "Mm, this isn't going to (laughs) work yes you know dealing with and, and when I and this is something that you kind of have to learn over time. I mean, when I first started, I was saying yes to every client. And that was some of the best advice I ever received was actually from an old boss of mine. Um, I went I went out to drinks um, with her and her husband. And he told me, you know, taking on clients is kind of like dating. You don't say yes to every single mm. person that asks you. You know, um, if you're sitting at a bar and every single guy starts asking your number, you're not going to say yes to all of them. You're going to say no. And... That some that that helped me. That helped me a lot in realizing. You know what? I don't. You can tell usually from the first conversation you have with someone. You know if it's going to be a good fit or not. And instead of just trying to make it work and take it for the money, to like really assess like who you're going to be working with and how it can be a mutually beneficial relationship. Um, especially, I mean, most of my clients come from referrals, so I want to do a good job. I want the person to be happy. And there's some people that are just not going to be happy no matter what you get them. <laughs> that is so true. Um, you, I don't know, I'm trying to think if it was, I think it was a narrative cast I was doing um, with the, the core message was basically about making room and looking for the opportunity of no so you can make room for your yes. If you said yes to every single person that comes up to you, one, you probably would have no time for awesome vacations and time to refuel. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, you also would definitely be taking on clients that would keep you really busy but wouldn't necessarily hit the core flow of joy for you, um, right. right? Because then it would become a job. And who wants, I mean, you became an entrepreneur, so you wouldn't have a job, but so you could have impact, which is right. very different. Exactly. So that's so phenomenal. So Dana, tell everyone how they can get in touch with you, the pet lady. Um, if assuming that they're not a student who's registered and going through, you know, what they need to at NYC or um, FIT, how can they get in touch with you specifically if they have a pet that they would like to make a star? <laughs> Absolutely. You can check out thepetlady.nyc or you can find me on Twitter at PetLadyWorld or at Dana K. Humphrey. And you can also find me on Instagram at the same handle, at Dana K. Humphrey. And you can always email or give me a call. So awesome. Thank you, Dana. Stay right there. Don't go anywhere. I would like to thank our beautiful, wonderful, very high energetic guest, the pet lady, Dana Humphrey. And as always, thank you, the listeners. Thank you for taking a moment out of your day and allowing me to plant positive seeds in your life. 
relationship, and business. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, and share. Highlight that. And share this podcast to help us ensure the bold and brave have access to valuable balance tools. If you're not already a part of our wonderful community, make sure you head all over to figpro.com and access our private coaching community. Engage in the conversation on Twitter with me always at Balance Boldly. As a small sign-off, I'd like to leave you with a little bit of gentle honesty. Borrowing from what Dana Humphrey was bringing today in her amazing drill down of how you should be focused on having the change that you need to grow your business, make sure that you recognize a change is needed. Making sure that you let go of any negative thoughts, you know, building on that confidence she talked about. Let go of the negative thoughts that you're not ready to make the change and embrace it. Invite change to sit at the table with you so you and your business can grow. I'll see you on the other side of the moon on the next episode. Until then, set an intention and enjoy the balance of your day boldly.